Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist and publisher, bringing you help succeeding in your career, health, and wealth before, during, and after residency. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I wanted to talk to you about your first interviews. Uh, some of you guys are going into PPS and others. Well, you know, sometimes when you just meet somebody, that's kind of an interview as well. But uh, I do want to talk to you about the interview process and uh, what I call the interview song. Uh, you guys may have seen uh, Kerry Gold, um, which is a it's an Irish butter. <laughs> And the reason why I mention it is because uh, they have a cover by Xavier Dunn uh, of I Want You to Want Me, the you know 1982 Cheap Trick song. And this is exactly how you don't want to go into an interview. You don't want to go in thinking, what can I do to get these people to want me? Because that becomes really obvious. It becomes really uncomfortable and that's what happens when you get stuck inside your head. And, you know, if you want to do the math, if three quarters of all pharmacy people are introverts, three over four times three over four, the chances of you seeing somebody like going introvert to introvert in an interview is like nine out of 16. And so it's a little more than half, you know, half the chance that both of you will be introverts. And you think, oh my gosh, what kind of interview would that be? But remember, introvert just means that when you get your energy, you get it from having time alone versus an extrovert, which just means having time uh, with others. That's what kind of gets you to to get more energy. And what I found was that, you know, beyond the questions, when you think about what you want to really do, what you really want to do is become curious. And as kind of corny as that is, Really, that's what makes you an interesting person. When you're going in there and answering the questions, I think what you're picturing is some kind of test where they're going to ask you 10 questions and let's say you answer seven of them well, you get a 70, you get a C. And it's not like that at all. Uh, It's actually quite conversational. And for some of you, that might be completely terrifying. But what you're really trying to do is you're really just trying to see if you're a match, which is a lot more like dating uh, than it is job interview. So let me go through some of the resources. Many of these are uh, Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read them for free now already. Uh, But if you don't, it's like 10 bucks a month or something like that for Kindle Unlimited and you can read a bunch of these. But let me let me go through why I've written them or why I've worked with someone to do this and and kind of explain some of the things that go along um, with residency. So the first one is the strong residency letter of intent. Uh, That's what I'm kind of known for. I'm English major uh, undergrad and I'm just really good at articulating what people put into two pages into one page, basically. And, and though you, you still want to go like one and a half pages if you have a relationship with them, like you did a couple appies with them, uh, or you can go up to two pages with PGY2. 
but again, uh, the, the letter of intent is where it starts, not because I need to help you write it, but because you really get to know yourself once you're trying to explain yourself to other people. And I assure you that you will be a different person once you write that. Um, the next one is, I, I kind of wrote residency interview help as a, I wrote it because I heard some people were getting these kind of flash interviews, which means that uh, somebody called them and said, call us back. And they called back and then they started the interview. And that was a bit surprising. So I said, okay, well, here's what you would do in that kind of situation. So in, in case of interview invitation, break glass, you know, kind of like the, the fire hydrant. Uh, but the, the idea was to say, you know, it's, it really is about being conversational and see if you guys are a good fit. Um, the one I did with Brandon Dyson, that's the one everybody seems to love. Uh, it's the 100 Strong Residency Interview Questions, Answers, and Rationales. And that's book three in the Pharmacy Residency and Career Series. And this one is where we have 100 questions and answers. And everybody seems to like that because they're like, well, what is an interview like? What are the questions going to be like? And, and hopefully you get a good feel uh, for what that's like. Um, a lot of people really like the, we spent a lot of money on the audiobook because it's got multiple people in it. So it actually sounds like an interview. And it's a guy that actually is Irish. <laughs> Uh, and he has a little bit of an Irish accent to make it more interesting uh, to listen to because listening to 100 residency interview questions, there can be some fatigue to that. Uh, then the phone interview, which is really just as much the remote interview, uh, which is what the um, uh, fourth one was. Uh, phase two was number five. Um, unicorn job for pharmacists is what to do after you graduate. Uh, read this before pharmacy residency is really what do you do in pharmacy school and it's hard to get people uh, to this book ahead of time to that um, and then a very specific one by Callie Abramowitz uh, who um, matched it um, her first choice and she also had a perfect interview record that is for every place she applied she got an interview and she did something that's most people I think would be scared to do, which is she only applied to six or seven places. And she was able to take that extra energy and really put it into those six. But I think that 11 or 12 is what the average works out to be. But if you're thinking ambulatory care, uh, that's one. So that one's Kindle Unlimited, um, as is the phone interview one, which is the remote one, and then the strong uh, residency letter of intent. All of those are Kindle Unlimited. So if you've already got Kindle Unlimited, you can read them for free. Uh, but I, I wanted to introduce you to those. But what I, what I wanted to do is kind of come back to that song and, and talk about what you really want to do, uh, which is if you're an introvert, what you, your biggest problem is being in your head. And all you're doing while you're in your head is sitting there going, um, was that the right answer? Is that what they wanted to hear? What do I need to do for the next answer? And what you're really doing is you're having a conversation with yourself, but you're not having a conversation with the person in front of you. Even worse, it creates these silences as you're kind of processing, processing, processing uh, without a processing bar. Uh, for them to know that you're processing and it makes for a really awkward interview. What you really want to do is, especially if you're in a multi-person interview, is start to get really curious about what people are doing. Well, 
that's why is somebody from Florida in a Boston um, residency? That's interesting. Why is someone who wanted ambulatory care now doing acute care? Why did you choose that for your residency project? Why are you at a teaching hospital when you at first were thinking about being in a community hospital and so on? And what you can do is the more curious you are, the more you listen and the better questions you ask, the better questions you ask, the better conversation comes out. There's this thing at the end where you kind of send a thank you, like, hey, thank you for interviewing me. I want you to want me. Please, please pick me and, and all of that. What you really want to end up with is a conversation that is cut off that you can continue. So imagine that you go out and you meet someone you want to be with and they have to go home because they have to go to work in the morning when they leave in the middle of that conversation that's where you're like huh i really want to continue to talk to them well that's what you're really actually shooting for you're actually shooting for a continuation of the conversation that okay you start the interview and like you know we like to continue to have you here as a resident so we can continue this conversation or when you're thanking them you're not just thanking them but you're also continuing the conversation because you're asking them questions the more you seem desperate the i want you to want me the the worse it's going to be the more you are in an active conversation listening to what they're saying and continuing that conversation the less likely you're going to run into the worst thing that can happen which is that you are forgotten so um, you know, if the books are helpful, great. Everybody loves the uh, 100 Strong Residency Interview Questions, Answers, and Rationales. Understandably, uh, Brandon Dyson's a great guy, smart guy. Um, but uh, really, when it comes down to the interview, if you're curious about the other people, it makes you engaged. Uh, it makes you interesting because they're talking about their favorite subject themselves. And they're also a little bit surprised because normally people make the mistake of trying to talk their way into an interview. That is, they they try to list their accomplishments to be more than the accomplishments of the person next to them, rather than, well, I just like talking to this person. And isn't that how good relationship starts anyway? You just start talking to them. I mean, my wife and I were distanced for two or three years when we first started dating, and uh, it was you know, Phi Delta Chi Grand Council and a lot of phone time uh, before we actually live together. Uh, so um, I, I wish you the best as you come on these interviews. I, I do have a course um, that I'll help you with the, the presentation a bit um, at residency.teachable.com. But um, really, it, it just comes down to practicing that one thing about being curious uh, about uh, being excited about it and the best way to practice is to start talking to those residency sites that you weren't interested in in the first place that you might become interested in and what you find is that you start to get in this rhythm of what conversations work and what conversations don't and you start to realize that 
it it's really not about listing all the things on your CV. It, it's really more about, you know, I, I really would like to spend a year with these guys or two years with these guys. So uh, need help from me, TonyThePharmacist at gmail.com or residency.teachable.com. But I hope this helped you out. Again, um, one of the things you can do if you just want to see the questions is just go into 100 Strong Residency Questions, Answers, and Rationales and you just read the sample. And we did this on purpose, so you have a chance to do it. Um, uh, read sample. And you go in there and you just click up and you can see all 100 questions. It's not a trick, like you can you know, see them. So you can kind of ask yourself and you know, again, uh, we wish you the best. This has been the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You might want to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, or you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before. You can work one-on-one with me to get a better residency that will better suit your career, health, and wealth at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to Tony D on LinkedIn or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com. Music was by Policy.